Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. In my last episode, I talked about how self-awareness is the prerequisite for all the growth, but by itself doesn't actually create growth and change. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about this time. Great. So now you're aware. You're not stuck. Now you have the option of learning and improving. Well, this then leads me to like the skill that creates all the other abilities, right? So self-awareness, if you don't know it, you don't have the option. And the next piece is learning how to learn. Do you have a learning system? Do you have tools and habits and behaviors that allow you to acquire new skills, change thought patterns? Have you learned how to learn? And the problem is most of us equate learning to academic schooling. And that is one thin slice of learning. Yeah, yeah, we learned that way, but it didn't work for certain kinds of things. I mean, like, right, be honest. Do you still remember your high school Spanish? Unless you moved to a Spanish-speaking country, yeah, my guess is you remember how to ask where the bathroom is and you're almost done. That learning environment may have helped you get through a test, but didn't actually create language acquisition. No, we actually know a lot more about how languages are learned these days and uh, a classroom setting is one of the least effective ways to actually pick up language. I'm working on Spanish right now. That's a whole other story, but it includes a lot of immersion. Going to Spanish-speaking countries, having sessions talking with Spanish speakers where I'm not allowed to use English. No, I'm not fluent yet. And that's the way you do it. Immersion learning with some backup where the, the vocabulary is a supplement on the side is far more effective than just vocabulary memorization. It's not how brains are wired to learn languages. Do you know how to learn? How about learning physical skills? So much of our lives are not academic skills. And I don't just mean like playing on the weekend. I mean, at work, most of our jobs involve some sort of physical coordination. That includes, by the way, communication. That's a, uh, it's not an academic only thing. Can you say the words in the right order at the right time? Can you show up in the room? Do you lean forward or do you look like you're bored and annoyed when someone's talking to you? That's more like learning how to ride a bike than it is memorizing the formula for centripetal force that controls the wheels of bikes and keep you upright. You don't actually need to know the formula for centripetal force. You just need the physical practices of getting on a bike. And that includes things like putting training wheels on the bike so that you can get the feel for it without having to do the whole thing at once, breaking it down into sub skills, learning steering, learning pedaling. Only then do you learn the balancing. Do you really know how to learn? Learning how to learn is actually in and of itself a skill. And there's unique wiring to you. Not all of us have the same uh, tendencies or passions. Some of us have disabilities around learning. Sure, that's a factor. Let's figure that out. By the way, you can learn how to work with those and even shift some of those. That's another conversation. They're not stuck. But you can also say, hey, even if I don't have a, um, a classic disability, you know, say a reading disorder or something, man, maybe I might be more auditory or visual, or man, I really do best when I'm discussing this with somebody rather than sitting alone silently or vice versa. Man, I really need the time alone. 
to process through it and mull it through my head. I mean, some of my close friends are deep, profound thinkers who do things at multi-billion dollar scale and they need like a half a day of alone time to process any of the big questions they go through. Man, you want to you know how I would need to get clarity on some of those things? Yeah, yeah, I could spend a half a day alone. I have. I love some good retreats. But I am far more effective if you put me in the room with three to four of my close, fast-talking, extroverted friends and put a whiteboard on the wall, give me a marker, let me scribble and talk for eight hours. Man, my mind will come out like, oh, it's that and it did. I will throw stuff out I don't agree with and like say it out loud and be like, yeah, I think I disagree with what I just said. Let's poke at it. Yeah, that's not how my, my other close friend works when he does his big grand things. He needs the time to think alone and process, and he really incorporates new information much better alone, and I do it much better in chaos dialogue. Now, we both need to learn how each other, do. I'm learning from him. What, what's his, what do you do when you're alone? I'm like, hey, because I sit there and stare at a page in the early days, and I'm like, wait, you do what? It never would have occurred to me, right? So... Does you see how combination of this self-awareness and learning comes in? I begin to realize, wait, I'm not normal. There's another way to do this. And then I start seeing, oh, and now my alone time is getting much more rich and meaningful year over year as I figure out what people actually do when they sit alone and think. And then honestly, it's helping him and I'm putting it and we do coaching and dialogue because in our conversations, he's having stuff and insights and, and coming up with tactics he wants to do that he's not getting from his alone time. We're both learning how to learn from other methods and tools. And that's simple stuff. Let's talk about reading. There's multiple formats for reading. And I don't mean just like physical book, yeah, electronic book, right? Kindle, Nook, that stuff. Audio book, um, having somebody kind of read it and discuss it with you, joining a book club. There's a lot of ways to go through books that will process it for you. There's even books on video now. I just saw this the other day. It's a pretty cool deal. Check it out. Where people are taking books and they're turning them into like, and it's not just somebody reading the book. There's graphics, right? Somebody's drawing the picture of the stories as they're telling them and putting numbers down and illustrating. And it's like, dude, the way they're able to take text and turn it into audio and visual patterns there's some really cool work on it. You want to check the latest one I saw. Check out what Dan Ariely is doing. That's Dan, A-R-I-E-L-Y. He's a behavioral economics guy. He talks about, don't worry, it's not as dry as it sounds. He talks about how humans actually behave versus the, the math. Like, forget what the math would say they should do. What do they actually do when you put them in real world crazy situations? And so he's always testing people in these wild real life scenarios and showing us where they're like, well, actually, you'd think most people, but it turns out most people did this. What? It's cool stuff. And he's creating these visual books, uh, these kind of visualizations of his stuff. How do you consume books? Are you just like kicking yourself for all the stack that's next to your bed because you think you should be reading more on your own? Well, maybe you just need to get that content in your head in a way that's better. Do you know there's more than one way to read these days? What are you doing when it comes to processing all the cool thoughts and turning it into action, do you have an action plan? Do you have someone who actually, do you, does accountability work for you? Some of us really respond to having someone check in on us accountability. Some of us are like, heck no, if I decide I'm gonna do it, I'll do it. And if I don't wanna do it, the accountability doesn't work for me. I don't care. Do you know which one works for you? Maybe it's not that accountability systems don't work for you. It's just you haven't done it well. The way they check in or who you check in with or when they check in, how frequently, 
Maybe that's the kicker here. A quick little text reminder might be the key here, man. Maybe you need a Saturday once a month where you sit down and do a lunch with them and really unpack deeply. What's, what's your accountability systems look like? How do you get new content? How do you apply it? How do you make sure that it actually stays with it? What's your process for identifying what, what is working and what isn't working? How do you know if you've been successful? Learn how to learn. When we learn how to learn, everything else in our life gets better. Everything. The ability to know how to improve yourself. Well, think about it. You get good at that. Yeah, you can figure anything else out. It's the, it's the webbing. It's the underlying chassis that kind of makes all the other cool stuff happen. If you don't have self-awareness, you don't know where you need to learn. But just because you know you need to learn that by itself, that can be uh, discouraging, even defeating. Like, dang it. I'm bad. This is why a lot of people avoid it. They avoid the self-awareness, not because they don't want to know, because they're afraid. Well, then I'm doomed. Now I'll know how bad I am and I'll just be stuck. And the utter defeat and despair of that, yeah, if that was all there was to the equation, you should probably find out how bad you are. End of story. Heck no, don't do that. But what if, what if you also knew, I could change any of that. We need to make take time. I can't do it overnight. It's not going to be fun if I find out how bad I am, but man, I can change that. If you knew, man, what if you knew you could improve it? Then finding out if you can be better just gives you options. Huh? Well, here's all the stuff I'd have to do to go through that. Is that worth it? Would that make my life better? Yeah. In this case, ah, in that case, that's not a big deal. Right. But in this one, Man, if I actually was really good at that, man, what, what would change for my life if that was something I was suddenly good at? Okay, let's figure out how to become suddenly good at it. And I'm not just telling you this as a vague hype guy. Let me be clear. Um, most of how I live and operate, most of the engines and systems and lifestyle I live, and I've got a crazy fun life. I love my life. I got a lot to work on. I uh, sadly still have, have a ton. That, that just even recently found out, man, I do not communicate well enough. Um, when it comes to I'm working on a project, I'll put my head down, assume you know I'm working on it, and I have not done a good job of letting people know that. The, the people who'd hire me to work on stuff, and I would go do a ton and not tell them all the stuff I'd done until months later. Yeah, okay. I've been working for four months. It's awesome. Here's all the stuff I did. Yeah, hey, pro tip. You probably should not do that. Um, let them know what's going on. They need to, make, the way we're saying, make your progress visible. That is one I am neck deep in learning right now. Crap, I've been bad at that. Okay, so working on that, but you know what? Okay, I believe I can get better at that. Why? Because... My life, I got on this tangent, my life is, huh, most of what I'm doing I was bad at. Most of the things I teach people, I used to be bad at. And I hit enough walls and figured out how to learn and said, okay, well, let, let me better figure that out. And then as I did, well, man, now I know the process of how to get better at it. And people started saying, hey, can you help me? Can you help me? And eventually that's my career, helping people improve stuff because I had to go do it all first. I had to make myself better. I had to make my company better. I had to change our market. I mean, massive stuff. Like, yeah, well, okay, go figure it out. I didn't know how to do it until I started it. Now I do. You can learn. What if that was you? What if you had the same confidence that if I don't know how to do it, I can just learn how to do it? There are very few things that can't be learned. 
very, very few things. And most of those things are like inborn DNA stuff. Like I don't know how to learn how to get taller. Uh, now, CRISPR is actually changing that, right? But yeah, okay, I, I don't know how to learn that one. But gosh, just about anything else? Yeah, you can learn it. Nobody else knew it when they were born. This whole idea, like we just have it. Well, I think some people are born predisposed in certain areas than others. Some people were born with more neural connections, if you will, where the, the music already was more sensitive to them and they, they, they spent more time thinking about it. And their brain was kind of pre-wired that way. But I can tell you, I actually did a ton of music training, part of my backstory. And I started as the least musically capable one in the group who couldn't tell the difference between some of the notes. Like, ah, are we going up or down? I can't even really tell. And to where I eventually composed stuff and won awards for things and have recordings of my groups. We, we made CDs, one classical one, or two classical ones, and uh, one kind of uh, rock, um, you know, popular music stuff. I mean, yeah, this totally non-natural musician became a musician. You can too. This stuff can be learned, guys. So many of the things we just assume, art, uh, humor, a lot of these categories like, ah, you're just funny or you're not. Yeah, no, you can learn it. Some people were naturally fired up that way, but we can learn this. What if you knew you could learn? So the first thing I would say is if you have not already put a ton of time into this, let's think about learning how to learn. Let's think about more ways for you to get better input, to think about how to turn that ideas, that input, those ideas into actions. How do we then actually validate what actions are working, drop the ones that aren't, do more of the ones that are? What if we learned how to learn? This doesn't mean you should change everything about you. Man, I, those of you who are listening that are friends of mine, man, I love you. I, I love most of the stuff about you. I say most because like you and me, there's probably one or two things we could get better at. I don't want you to stop being you, but you is not all your behavior, guys. That's not your identity. Your identity is not your skills. It's just stuff you know how to do. Let's say you, you go take piano lessons, you learn how to play piano. You're not a more valuable human being that has more dignity and I like you as a friend more because now you know how to play piano and you didn't. But dude, that's cool. Go learn how to play piano, man. Why not? My wife just bought a cello. I mean, we are in our mid 40s and she's always thought about it. And you know what? Two of my kids, one of them's playing violin, one of them's playing viola. And she's like, I would love to play with them. So we got a, a cheap old cello off of like the used marketplace online, right? I mean, a very basic model. We had to actually uh, repair one of the things on it, take it to the shop where my, my kids' instruments get taken care of. But she in her mid-40s is having fun with a cello. Now, am I going to love my wife more because she knows how to play cello? No. I am madly in love with that woman and uh, no amount of musical ability is going to suddenly make her like her or not like her. But man, it's cool. What if that was your life? What if you knew, yeah, I, I can learn that. I can change that. What do I want to change that would make my life more fun? It would take some of the pain out of my life. I'd stop stepping on those landmines. Man, that'd be awesome. I'd, maybe the landmine problem is them, right? Maybe it's 80-20 it's them, right? 20% you, you keep stepping in there. 80% they're irrational responses. Well, yeah, but wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to step on them? So what if we figure that out? Or what if it's like, dude, I would always love to have figured out how to do that, that new skill, open that new capability. You can learn. Learn how to learn and everything else will get better. This will slow you down in the short term. 
because you got to spend learning time, not acquiring a new skill externally, but acquiring a new lifestyle habits and skills and maybe buy a tool, right? Maybe you need to, to get one of these e-reader books. Um, maybe you need to invest a little bit in audio books instead of doing the physical copies you got. And maybe it's like, okay, I got to slow down a little bit. I got to figure out how to listen to audio well. And hey, little, little pro tip on audio, uh, speed up your playback. Every good audio player I know, from podcasts to audiobooks, they all have the ability to speed up your playback. And most audio speakers are trained, they are trained to talk like this, where the speed, oh my gosh, I can't even finish the sentence, right? It is so painfully slow. Man, bump it to like 1.2, 1.3, and it'll actually be easier to listen to. It'll be easier to keep your focus. Some of you could just great go to 1.5 times speed. Now, I will tell you, you can train your brain and go even faster than that. Fact, it took me like seven years to do this, but I eventually pushed it to the top of the, so I do a lot of Audible books from uh, you know Amazon's audiobook system. That's mine for a variety of reasons, one of which is they have a really high playback speed because I kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and it's hard. Um, I'm kind of at the edge of what I can do, and sometimes I have to go back once in a while and like I missed a phrase, but only once in a while. 95% of the time, I actually understand and am dialoguing with the book in my head, like, ooh, and what about, and oh, that's, a, no, I don't agree with you. And I'm doing it at 3.5 times speed. Now, if that sounds crazy to you, um, man, it's just true. I, it, it's not how I started. When I started, I couldn't make more than, man, I couldn't make more than seven minutes at one time speed without zoning out and feeling like I can't keep up with this anymore, literally. Because I had a 10 minute commute to work and I couldn't make it to work listening to a book on the way. But now, now over time, I trained my brain. Yours too. I wasn't instinctive here. I learned how to do this. In fact, let me play with you the latest book I'm reading. It's uh, Of Wolves and Men. It's a science book on wolves and how they show up in our culture and their science. And it's, it's a fascinating. I love some of these niche weird stuff. Once in a blue moon, just make me read something weird. Okay, so that that's a whole other part of like my learning process is um, that the cross-pollinization of crazy ideas shows up really valuable. But here's the speed that I'm listening to it at. So I don't know how much of you caught that, but animals like moose, elk, and deer, and it talked about disease and injury that they're stuck with. I'm not going to repeat it all word for word. Yeah, I caught all that. Practice, 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 practice. What if you could learn how to learn? Maybe you don't have to go to 3.5 times speed, but even 1.5 times speed, you're reading your books 50% faster. You can put in the same amount of effort you did last year and read 50% more. Now compound that year over year over year for your life. And year over year, you get 50% more cool ideas with no extra effort. That's just getting your brain up to 1.5 times speed. What if you learn how to increase the input? What if you learn how to get better books? Where do we get better books? It's just in the book niche, guys. Books are not the only way to learn. Man, get out of the academic rut, right? It's all academics. No, 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 no. It's not just all academics. This is just one slice. What people do you learn from? How do you learn from them? Do you follow them? Do you sit down and have conversations? Hey, maybe the key learning skill you need to learn is asking better questions. You need to collect some good questions and ask people better questions. You only get answers to the questions you ask. So if you ask better questions, you get better answers. Forget this book stuff. You're like, ah, not academic. That's not how my brain works. Awesome. One, we could probably change that. And two, in the meantime, 
Why don't you just get some better questions? Same hangout, same conversations, and now you just ask some more insightful, deeper level stuff, simple questions. They don't have to be technical. They don't have to be complicated. And suddenly you're like, oh, I'm getting way cooler thoughts coming into my life. Guys, this is the stuff that I'm talking about. Is it, Are you an inborn question asker? Oh, I was always born with great questions. No, you weren't. You learned your questions. What if you learned better ones? Learn how to learn. And suddenly all the rest of your life starts accelerating. You may need to pull back on a few other things and focus on this, but this, this will quickly pay off in massive ways. The skill that unlocks all the other skills is learning how to learn, and it pairs so critically with self-awareness. Hey, listen, if you don't have self-awareness, you'll spend all your learning time on things that really aren't the best value. You'll keep getting better at something that really isn't important to your life because you don't know where your gaps are. Oh, and if you only have self-awareness, you'll feel doomed and discouraged anytime you run across something you're not great at. Well, if you pair them, man, you, you get to focus your time where there's real value. Your life really upgrades. Your company, hey, let's talk, let's talk to the leaders here, right? If, you, if you're thinking about this, hey, whether it's your family or your company, you can work on hard. You can work crazy hours trying to grow your company and build your team and fix your products and make all this crazy stuff. But if you don't have clear awareness of what your employees think, if you don't have customer insight, you know, we work with a lot of companies and they end up saying, oh yeah, we get our customers. And you know what we find? We get in there, they got a lot of customer data. They don't have customer insight. They know facts about their customers. They don't actually know why. And, or we got companies that are like, wow, we get these complaints and we know we don't have no idea how to actually make our company better. Can you just give me the single fix? And I'm like, yes, here's three ideas. But hey, if you want the real conversation, can we back up and talk about how your company grows and improves? If we build that engine, well, gosh, it'll solve all the other stuff. I've worked for some really amazing brands. Uh, Chick-fil-A is one of them, really popular one here in the States. And they just keep growing and growing and growing. And everyone's like, oh, I got to copy Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay, here's some of the cool stuff they've done. But man, you want to really become like Chick-fil-A? You got to figure out how to improve the way they do. Man, I've known Chick-fil-A since high school. And those guys have been always amazing humans. But Chick-fil-A wasn't Chick-fil-A. I mean, it was Chick-fil-A, right? It was the same brand, but it was mostly a mall restaurant. They didn't even have drive-thrus in most places, let alone the cool drive-thru play that they're doing these days. They didn't have the cows. They didn't have most of the menu items that people love. I mean, the, the number one sandwich has always been and probably always will be. But most of the stuff that people love about Chick-fil-A, their cool campaign, their drive-through, the product that's their favorite, most of it was something they just built along the way, piece by piece. Their thing that is better than all their individual offerings, the, the thing that makes Chick-fil-A Chick-fil-A is its ability to grow and change. So whether you like their food or not, Man, they're just one of the most consistently improving brands I've run across. And if you do that, guess what? I don't care where you are today. You can become awesome too. Learn how to improve. Learn how to learn. Learn how to upgrade. And those learning systems enable all the other stuff. It's that simple. And it's that powerful. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, check out my website, www.scottwozniak.com. 
That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K.com. And if you want to build a legendary brand, check out my company's website at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.